the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The John Steigerwald Show, sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Portions of today's program may be pre recorded. If you play the oboe, you might be a white supremacist. Yeah, and out in uh, Olympia, Washington, they're making sure that their kiddies don't get near any string or wind instruments. And now the school board director, Scott Cliffthorne, can toot his own horn because he just won an award. And now it's time for the Jerk of the Week, starring John Steigerwald. Yeah, here's Scott explaining to some parents why they decided to cut orchestra and band for fourth graders in the Olympia School District, which happens to be, by the way, the largest school district in the state. We're a school district that lives in is an entrenched and it is surrounded by white supremacy culture. And that's a real thing. And there's nothing about string or wind instrumental music that is intrinsically white supremacist. Um, however, the ways in which it is and the ways in which all of our institutions inculcate and allow white supremacy culture to continue to be propagated and cause significant institutional violence um, are things that we have to think about carefully as a community. Yeah, that's uh, Scott. And I sounded like a woman to me, but I'm told it's it's Scott. So Scott Clifthorne. And did you get that? You know, playing the violin might inculcate and allow white supremacy culture to continue to be propagated and cause significant institutional violence. Yep. You know, you hear somebody uh, playing a clarinet and the rioting starts. Well, at least they're keeping the kids safe in Olympia, Washington. And let's hope this catches on. You know, call your kid's school on Monday and demand to know if it is inculcating white supremacy by making your kids play in an orchestra. And tell them, by the way, Scott, uh, Scott Cliffthorne suggested you call. And you can tell them that Scott is this week's AM 1250 The Answer. Jerk! Of the week. Oh, boy. And by the way, the director of elementary education out there, I don't know her name, said she had a problem when she saw saw that the music program was, quote, a tradition of excellence. Here's what she said. The word tradition actually translated to her to mean systemic discrimination. Tradition. These lunatics are in charge of educating kids, and there may be no hope for the human race. When we come back, speaking of education and no hope for the human race, wait until you hear what they're teaching in some of the top law schools in the country. And in our second half hour, a good friend of Tucker Carlson will be here to respond to some of the crap that's been said about Tucker in the last few days. Stick around. Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does Jandy Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And J&T Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&T Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. When you have errands to run, do you like to run all over town, or do you try to make as few stops as possible? It's nice when you can get everything in one place, isn't it? This is Beth Andrews from Net Worth Advisors. 
I believe the same is true for retirement planning. You shouldn't have to go to one place for tax planning, another for estate planning, and another for retirement income planning. That's why Networth Advisors was started. I wanted to build a company that could help families with all aspects of their retirement planning. We're more than just convenient. We're knowledgeable and experienced. To set up a meeting with the Networth Advisors team to talk about your retirement, call 800-426-1428. That's 800-426-1428. One stop for a wealth of retirement solutions. Networth Advisors, 800-426-1428. Firm offers insurance services but does not provide legal advice. Networth Advisors, LLC is a registered investment advisor. Relief factor, pain relief, it's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Progressive presents 10 things on a plumber's to-do list that are harder than getting a small business insurance quote. Waking up for 5 a.m. plumbing disasters, finding out why water is pouring from the ceiling while telling a customer to leave the room, replacing a pipe in a home from the 1800s, then dealing with invoices or your awkward apprentice or that really weird smell, and then there's breathing and eating and, of course, clogs. But the easiest thing on any small business owner's to-do list? Seeing if you could save on the business insurance that's right for you. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company. Coverage provided in service by affiliated and third-party insurers. Noble Gold Investments has made it their mission to stay on top of the most important economic news. Three bank runs in the last month. These are the second largest and third largest runs in history. The government is taking steps to guarantee all deposits. That means more money printing. Plus, the Fed is sitting on unrealized losses of $1.2 trillion dollars on their 8.3 trillion dollar bond portfolio and the fed will continue to raise interest rates even if they tank the economy do you know who are the only ones not afraid the ones that are invested in gold with noble gold investments gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control thousands have approached noble gold investments to get their hands on gold hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth now use ain network as promo code if you want to get a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful Coin with each gold or silver IRA if you qualify. NobleGoldInvestments.com NobleGoldInvestments.com This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. Well, we just told you in the opening of the show about the educators in Olympia, Washington cutting out band and orchestra for fourth graders because it might inculcate white supremacy. Now, you'll be happy to know that the insanity goes well beyond elementary school. What do you hear what they're teaching in law school these days? Hans von Spakovsky is a legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation. He's been looking into it, and he joins us now. Uh, Thanks for coming on the show, Hans, as usual. Well, John, it's nice to talk to you again. (laughs) Did you know that that, um, playing the oboe could uh, inculcate white supremacy? I don't know if you might want to look into that, uh, but that's what's... (laughs) That's what's happening out in the Olympia, Washington. It's it's unbelievable what's going on in the schools, isn't it? Well, well, it is. And you know, at first you might think that's a Saturday Night Live plot, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, play or something. But it just shows how totally nutty educators have become all over. And and unfortunately, that also has now infected our law schools. Yeah, you and Chris, uh, Jay Christian Adams, who's been on the show many times, by the way, uh, worked together on a project. So what were you guys looking for? Well, uh, we decided we would take the 10 top law schools in the country, at least according to U.S. News and World Report, and take a look at their curriculums. And, I mean, I hate to say this, but in essence... Um, the law schools have become Marxist uh, re-education training camps uh, for uh, young students. And it's just amazing to me that parents or students going into debt are willing to pay. For example, uh, I just published on Columbia Law School. Columbia is rated fourth in the country. For three years, $331,000 to basically have their kids, like I said, go into a re-education camp that is designed not to produce competent lawyers, 
but leftist social uh, warriors. And all you have to do is look at the courses. I mean, critical race theory uh, infects almost all of the courses um, that the students are taught that we are structurally racist everywhere, that racism drives everything. It's just one thing after another. There's like almost no normal courses left teaching kids things like constitutional law and contracts and torts. Well, uh, yeah, the, the, you mentioned in your piece at PJ Media, uh, legal methods too, critical race methods, practices, prisms, problems, L6130. That's an actual course. What do they teach in that course? Well, they teach how uh, the U.S. suffers from many forms of discrimination, and they will uh, (laughs) study, if you can believe this, intersectionality, historicism, anti-formulism, social construction, storytelling, and denaturalizing baselines. Uh, What what? in the world does that have to do with the law, and for example, being able to give a client advice on contracts or property, absolutely nothing. It, it, it's, but here's the thing, and we're going to go into some of these other things they're, they're teaching there. We don't even have time. You, you could probably spend 15 minutes on just one of these courses. But, yeah, um, yeah. But um, somebody's <laughs> – you went to law school, and so you had teachers teaching you. They weren't teaching you this stuff. So uh, you can't blame the students, really. They're, they're just uh, dumb enough to pay the $330,000 to go there. But where did these teachers come from? And, and who taught them? At, or did they just have this, this epiphany? You know, these law, like are they, are they long-tenured law professors who have been teaching torts and now decided to start teaching uh, critical race methods, practices, prisms, and problems? Where'd they come oh, from? Oh, I think, I think this starts with the very liberal uh, administrators that are running these law schools, including the deans. Uh, we know that because, for example, again, at Columbia, they even have their own equivalent of Soviet-style political commissars. They have an anti-racism coordinating committee whose job it is to track everything that's going on in these classes and to make sure that um, uh, all the courses teach that America is a racist, sexist society. And that's part of it. And they're finding all these very liberal teachers uh, who are doing this. Oh, by the way, uh, I guess you probably didn't know that slavery still exists in the United States. Yeah, I like this one. This is a good one. But in the prison (laughs) system, go ahead with that one. Right. It's, it's called Critical Race Theory Workshop, and it's an extended study of prison slavery and compulsory prison labor. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't, I, you know, I just found this uh, description amazing. You know, we have a system in which criminals are often given the ability to work in order to learn a marketable skill so that maybe they can get a job when they get out of prison. Apparently, uh, giving them that opportunity, that's considered slavery. But again, uh, this uh, this had to start somewhere. Did it happen with, with George Floyd, you know, five, three years ago, whatever it was, uh, 2020? Uh, I mean, it, it, this insanity is, is, is new, I hope. No, this is a long, this is, look, this has been developing in academia for quite a while. It, it's based on, for example, the idea that our, whole justice system is uh, systematically racist, that we should get rid of all our prisons. Uh, That comes from people like Angela Davis. Remember her? Oh, yeah. I mean, she's the person behind it. And by the way, it's this same kind of thinking that has led to the election of these Soros-supported progressive prosecutors Mm -hmm. in all these major cities who come in and say, we're just not going to prosecute crimes. So, so the, the these and they're, that's become well known now. These Soros uh, district attorneys right. are everywhere. Is so this is where they're coming from? They're they're coming out of law school yeah. and they're already that 
uh, ridiculous when they before they even set foot in a courtroom? That, that's right. I mean, all the criminal law classes that I could see at Columbia, uh, there's not a single one that is uh, intended to teach, for example, uh, prosecutors how to actually prosecute criminals. All of them are based on this idea that, like I said, our prisons are totally discriminatory, that the only reason people are in prison is because they're, they're uh, being persecuted. And in fact, they've got one course on how, talking about uh, breakthrough in abolition. And it's talking about how to get rid of our whole prison system. <laughs> these, are the, these are the future prosecutors of America? Yeah. But so, um, can you push back on this if you're a law student? Can you raise your hand and say, "Excuse me, this doesn't seem right to me"? Or do they kick you out or send you to the, the to the commissar of Soviet whatever it was? Oh, I don't. I think it's. Uh, I don't think you can protest. Keep in mind what happened just a couple of weeks ago at Stanford, which also we've we've uh, had an article about. Um, all of these liberal students there put up posters that had the photos of the members of the Federalist Society, which is one of the few conservative groups on campus, and were harassing them for being conservatives. Uh, I, I think what you ought to do if you want to actually become a real lawyer is you should not pick any of these Ivy League or top schools, I, I would pick a good state school somewhere like the University of Alabama, the University of Georgia, where they actually still teach you how to be a lawyer. So uh, these, again, I didn't go to law school. I would have never even, I, I would never have dreamt of going to law school. I would never get in. But but um, these, the it's one thing to to be trying to brainwash 18 and 19 year old freshmen, sophomores, and they're taking a sociology course and you're telling them all this uh, BS. But, you know, by the time you get to law school, you've had four years of college, you're 21, 22 years old. Should you have grown up a little bit to, to, to like, look into this before you jump in and, and say, yeah, I want to go to one of these schools and this is what I want to be taught? Well, I don't think kids applying for law school right now, um, I don't they realize that. You know, all these schools like Columbia, Yale, Harvard, you know, they have these terrific reputations as the best law schools in the country, and I don't think they take a close look at the actual curriculums uh, that are there. And so they end up at these schools, and uh, what are they going to do once, once they get there, particularly with you, when you see the kind of intimidation and harassment that goes on of any conservative students who actually have a rational view of the world. We're talking to Hans von Spakovsky. He's a legal fellow at the Heritage Foundation, and he and uh, J. Christian Adams are doing a 10-part series on the top 10 uh, law schools, according to uh, uh, is it um, U.S. News and World Report, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, and they're finding out some scary stuff. Uh, but again, getting back to these the, the kids who are not yet in law school and may show up at one of these places, what 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 kind of courses are they taking that would um, prepare them for law school that would also prepare them for the stupidity that they're going to see when they get there? I mean, is it happening at the well, law, at, in, in in undergrad too? No, it is, and that's part of the problem. They're getting the same kind of stuff. In, in their undergraduate schools, and uh, I, I think maybe they're... Look, the whole point of this is to brainwash these kids, and unfortunately, it, it's working. But um, is there... I mean, you not all law is um, being a prosecutor or being a criminal defense attorney. There's You could just want to be a, a, a guy who's a, you know involved in business law, what if what happens to the the kids who are uh, going into law school and they just want to be a lawyer, not necessarily have to even deal with all this other stuff? There's a lot of there's a lot of different things you can do with a law degree. I guess is what I'm saying. And as, does does this how does this prepare anybody for anything? 
Well, it doesn't, and that's that's the problem. I mean, on what you just talked about, look, one of the other courses is uh, another one called Critical Legal Thought that uses feminist and critical race critiques of the law to be the lens through which you look at standard <laughs> standard oh things God. like courts, contracts, property, and civil procedures. What's so ridiculous about that is civil procedure. Civil procedure is just the the procedural rules for how the court system works. You know, deadlines, uh, 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 the rules governing depositions. I never knew that those standard rules of procedure that govern how all civil cases uh, are run uh, are racially discriminatory. Yeah, but Hans, you, uh, I don't think you've talked about climate change yet. No, and that's also, uh, they have course after course after course about climate change, environmental justice, uh, which, to quote from one course, is designed to teach students legal techniques that can be used to fight climate change. <laughs> There's not a single course that would teach students how to be the lawyers defending businesses or individuals from frivolous environmental lawsuits. Not one. So, again, help me out here, uh, Hans. I, I, how, uh, how are these, how are we going to get lawyers who actually know how to, you know, practice law? If they're, I mean, I guess what I'm asking is, if you're spending time talking about this stupidity, when and how are you spending time talking about stuff that 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 even this stuff can't infiltrate? You know, just like pure law that you can't figure out a way to work any of this idiotic stuff into it. I well, I don't think you're getting that if you're going to these law schools, and and I would advise any employer out there. I would advise any federal judge not to hire people from these law schools because you are not going to get a well-trained lawyer who's able to do research, to make logical arguments, to, to be an ethical professional. You're not going to get them from these from these students, from these law schools. So if there's a parent out there or a, or a college kid listening right now uh, when before they uh, uh, commit to any kind of a law school, they should take a close look at the curriculum? Yes, that's exactly what they ought to do. Look at the curriculum and look at, look at the cost and think about whether you want to go into debt for a quarter of a million dollars <laughs> to take a courses like gender justice or sexuality and gender law practicum. Well, uh Hans, I really thank you for coming on and uh, and and uh, actually making me more convinced than I was when I talked about the uh, the the orchestra and the band causing white supremacy. That there there definitely is no hope for the human race. But other than that, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about having you on the show. <laughs> there's there's no hope. But uh, we'll have you on again, Hans. Maybe there'll be some good news down the road. I appreciate it. I hope so. Thanks, John. Okay, that's Hans von Spakovsky, and there is. No hope for the human race. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The United States urging for a continued truce in war-ravaged Sudan. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre says there was an initial reduction in reported violence after a truce was agreed to, but the U.S. is deeply concerned about the increase in ceasefire violations. We urge the SAF and the RSF to fully uphold and extend the ceasefire. She also says the U.S. is working to create options for American citizens to leave Sudan. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton. U.S. Army says three soldiers have been killed and other injured after two helicopters collided and crashed in Alaska. While returning from a training flight, the Army says two soldiers died at the scene of Thursday's crash. A third died on the way to the hospital in Fairbanks. The names are being withheld until relatives can be notified. On Wall Street, the Dow up 160 points. The Nasdaq ahead 48. This is SRN News. 
Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. Call 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. 800-320-7171. The secular crew sees another weakness. The Taliban announced that they killed the isis K leader who was responsible for orchestrating the bombing attack that killed 13 Americans during our botched withdrawal of Afghanistan. And he says, look, it's a reason why we don't need to have boots on the ground in Afghanistan. But that's the Taliban accomplishing something the U.S. should have been focused on doing. Secular, weeknights at 6, right before Brandon Tatum at 7 on AM 1250. The Answer. Hey, John Steigerwald here for Johnny and Jesse Samick, my friends over at Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. When disaster strikes your home or business, demand the yellow van. Fire, water, or mold, Service Master's technicians are trained and equipped to get you back to normal fast. Even when dealing with insurance, you have a choice who repairs and cleans up the mess. Make sure you demand the yellow van. Call Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Service master. Eric was way behind on his taxes. I owed a lot of money to the IRS, almost $15,000. I tried to make payments. The IRS wasn't satisfied with Eric's efforts, so they came after him full force. They're coming to put a lien and a hold on all my income, my home, my car. I was just overwhelmed at what to do. Then Eric called Optima Tax Relief. When Optima Tax got involved, the cars would stop, the threats would stop. It was easy like, uh... One, two, three. Optima Tax Relief is A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, and their team of expert tax professionals took care of Eric's problem. I owe 15000 and now my debt is clean. I don't owe anything. Take Eric's advice. If you have a tax problem, you need to call Optima Tax now. Call Optima Tax Relief for a free consultation. Call 800-354-2840. 800-354-2840. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP, Pittsburgh, a division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or Odyssey. AM 1250. The Answer. Weather. We'll see a couple of evening showers, otherwise cloudy skies expected for tonight. We'll reach a nighttime low of 50. Rather cloudy for tomorrow with a couple of showers. Tomorrow's high, 63. Cloudy skies tomorrow night with a couple of showers at a low of 50. Sunday, we'll see periods of rain. Some of that could be heavy. We'll reach a high Sunday of 57. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. The John Steigerwall Show, AM 1250, The Answer. I haven't talked to uh, Tucker Carlson, but I have a feeling Fox misses him more than he misses Fox. Um, Fox, with Brian Kilmeade hosting, has lost to Chris Hayes of MSNBC three times. And in the 25 to 54 demographic, demographic, they've lost about two-thirds of their viewers. Christian Josie is a political strategist and a media relations guy and a good friend of Tucker Carlson's, and he joins us now. Christian, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. It's really, really, really a pleasure. So have you uh, talked to Tucker? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. um, Go ahead. I mean, not at length. Uh, you know, he's he's not really saying a lot about it. But, yeah. um, but you know, he's been a friend for many, many years, and uh, I care a lot about him. And um, I just think it's really uh, unfortunate and, and, and weird, frankly. Um, I don't get it. Well, did he seem shocked? Well, I mean, when you—I t- don't know how soon after you talked to him, but is he shocked, or is he more mad or disappointed? I guess is the question. 
Uh, you know, I don't, I, I, I haven't gotten into it that deep with him. Um, I know that he feels like he's going to be fine, which he will because he's been here before. And, um, uh, but, uh, yeah, I just think, um, I think he's probably had some other, other kind of lines in the water, um, and probably getting some offers. Um, and again, we'll probably be back on the air very soon. I don't know if you saw his Twitter post, but it got like some ridiculous, like 70 million. million. Yeah. <laughs> Is it 70 now? It was, it was 66 a couple of days ago, so. Oh, geez. I mean, so he's not going to have any problem. Um, but, you know, it, this didn't have to happen. I mean, it's the highest rated show on the network. And like you just said, I mean, he's getting beat out. Fox is getting beat out in that time slot now that they owned. Um, it's just it's a bizarre decision. And, uh, I can't say enough good things about Tucker. I mean, he's like I said, he's been a friend for maybe like 25 years now. And um, his brother's a good friend and his dad's a wonderful guy. And they're all very close. And, you know, <clears throat> you know you'll never find a better and more loyal friend or devoted family man, husband, brother, son than Tucker is. I mean, just salt of the earth dude. Um, and, uh, yeah, his sense of humor can be a little bit racy. We're both from Southern California. Um, we're the same age. Um, and Southern California humor in the 1980s was, was a little bit different. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so it is, you know. Well, when, when, you, uh, when you've seen uh, some of these stories that are coming out now about how he was, uh, well, the woman who sued him for uh, sexual harassment and, and uh, is suing, I guess, and also just some of the comments about the atmosphere in, in his workplace, in his workspace, I guess, uh, would be a better way to describe it, that it was, um, I don't know, from what I read on your piece uh, at PJ Media, I get the feeling he's a man's man, and uh, he maybe maybe that rubs the the woman there who showed up the wrong way. I don't know. What do you think it was? Uh, it's possible, you know, obviously I wasn't there, yeah. um, but you know, knowing him, like I know him, you know, he's, he, he's very funny. And, and like I said, the sense of humor can get a little bit racy like it does with me. Um, but certainly not misogynistic or, or yeah. a bad guy. I mean, you know, nothing like that at all in my, in my experience at least. And, um, so I, I, I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I mean, I, I think, I don't know. I don't, I don't know the, the woman in question, so I don't want to yeah. cast aspersions on it, but, um, but it sounds like Fox, uh, uh, let her go, I think, because, um, uh, they, they didn't buy it, but, um, but again, I, I I don't know, and I don't like I said I don't want to get myself in the middle of this thing. But um, I just think it's very sad um, and very you know uncharacteristic of, of the of the guy I know, of my friend. Yeah, the, um, the, uh, you know he loves women. He's got daughters. He's got a wife who he adores, mm-hmm. and you know he's just not that kind of guy. Um, so, what's uh, just your general reaction to some of the stuff you've been seeing? He's a racist. Um, He's uh, dismissive of people. He is um, you know, overly critical in some cases. I mean, they've said just about every bad thing you can say about a fellow employee. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, he doesn't suffer fools. Uh, he's, he's a very smart man and very clever. Um, but I've never known him to be the kind of person that, that, that some are making him out to be. Um, I just haven't. And, and like I said, I've known him and his family for a long time. And um, I think uh, I wouldn't be doing this, you know, if, uh, if I didn't, uh, if I wasn't skeptical of, of all that. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you said you'd known him for like 25 years. So you knew him before he became Tucker Carlson, the TV guy, 
uh, on national TV owning the uh, primetime. Did when you were younger, and uh, I think I, I read that you were uh, with him when he started up the Daily Caller. Um, did you ever foresee him reaching this level of popularity and power, for that matter, in television? Uh, you know, I, I there was a little bit of a wilderness period there, um, but he Neil Patel, who's a phenomenal human being, um, and when his best friend, like you know, for a long time, you know, when they started the Daily Caller, they did they did a great service, um, it's a great publication, and they did it right. And Neil's still there, and um, and he's still doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, did I foresee Tucker becoming the number one host on, on cable news primetime? Um, that's not one of the I, things I you foresee. Predict- I mean, that, that's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that would be kind no. of a, 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 a strong prediction, but just did he, did you, did you think that eventually he would be a TV guy and be a, a prominent TV guy? Let's just put it that oh, way. Oh, I knew, I knew. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty sure he'd be back on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's where he belongs. I mean, yeah. obviously, uh, anybody who watches the show can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, unless you're a, you know, a lefty hater, you know, any, anybody who watches the show can attest to to his skill, mm-hmm. um, and how, and, and he works very, very hard. I mean, you know, so he deserved everything he got. Um, he didn't deserve to get fired, of course, right. but you know, he deserved the success. That's for sure, and, and I know he'll have it again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's rumors about Newsmax and things like that. And uh, I know Chris Ruddy would probably love to have him, and who knows what what they'll sort out there. But um, but yeah, no, I mean, it, the the thing about it is, you know, he he's going to be fine. Yeah. Um, and he's just with his family and and figuring out his next move, but. But again, it was just really all very unnecessary and, and unfortunate, you know, because, um, and like you said earlier, I mean, Fox misses him more than he misses them, I think. Sure. Uh, he didn't say that to me, but, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. probably the case. We're talking to Christian Josie. He's a, a longtime friend of Tucker Carlson's, also a, a political strategist. Um, is he the kind of guy who has to be working? Or would he be okay with just disappearing? I'm sure he made a few bucks and he doesn't have any issues yeah, there. Well, yeah, no, I think, you know, from what I read, he was making like $20 million a year. So yeah. I'm sure he's not, he's not hungry. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, but, you know, he's got a family and, uh, you know, and, and you know, I, I think he... I think he likes working. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think he just wants to sit up, you know, sit there and, and, uh, and, you know, count his money. Um, so I imagine, I imagine he's probably pretty excited to get back to work. And I think the Twitter message kind of made that clear. Um, so, uh, and I hope it gets back to work cause he's, he's very important. He's a very important voice. And, um, very gifted, and there's not a lot of people out there uh, on on television these days or on the airwaves these days, with the exception of you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, there, the, I, I teach I teach a class uh, at a local college here, and um, I'm, not, I'm I'm more of a coach than I am a teacher. I, I I work with students who are trying to learn how to be on television. I worked on TV for 30 years as a sportscaster, and um, I was pretty good at reading it, writing for and reading a teleprompter, and there is nobody anywhere better than that at him. He's reading a teleprompter at night. I'm sure he, he goes off it and comes back on it every once in a while. I can tell the way he's, you know, the way it, just the way it's written and everything. But um, there, he, there just isn't anybody out there in television who's a better performer. Forget about what he says or what his opinions are. Um, there, there just isn't anybody out there who's better than he is at being on TV. Yeah, solid. I would get a lot of people 
because I work in media relations, obviously, so yeah. I'd get clients and things saying, hey, could you send this to Tucker and all that? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to send it to Tucker because Tucker does his own thing. I mean, and that's one of the things that makes it work mm-hmm. is, you know, you don't really pitch Tucker. <laughs> he's, he's on top of everything. And um, so I would, I would never, you know, send him anything when people were like, you know, put this in front of him or whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever, because he does, he goes his own way. He does his own thing. And that's what, again, what makes it well, special. Yeah. There, you know? there are people doing television local uh, on the local level, national level. And I know because I worked in it for so long. Um, you can tell when someone is reading a script that was written by a producer uh, and he's just spitting it back out and, you and then, and you can also tell, and there aren't very many people who are doing this, who are writing their own stuff, and it's coming from their own brain and their own heart, and that's yeah. what people may not realize it, but that's why they like Tucker Carlson because it's real. Yeah, it's very real, and um, uh, as I said, um, I, I've never seen uh, anyone work harder. Um, and more committed, frankly. So, and this is one of the thousand reasons why I love the guy. Um, so what's been said about him as a person in the last few days since this happened that's bothered you the most? Whether it's said or written or whatever. Uh, what you've that's seen? a good question. Um, <laughs> well, a lot of it has bothered me. Um, but I think, um, you know, the, the, the racist stuff, mm-hmm. um, the sexist stuff, um, you know, these are not things that are accurate or in my experience. And I think by now, um, if that were the case, I, w- I would have figured it out. Um, I'm very sensitive to that stuff. Um, and uh, no, I mean, he's just one of the, one of the classiest guys I, I know. And I feel a little emotional about it because um, I hate it when I see my friends beat up. Um, but again, you know, he's going to land on his feet just fine. Um, and he'll be better than ever, I'm sure. And I'm rooting for him. Now, I know you don't know the legal stuff that's going on. I saw a headline somewhere that said Fox is going to try to keep him off the air until the... Um, after the 2024 election, I don't know. I don't know what his uh, contract situation is. He may have a, a non-compete of some kind, or they may they may not have fired him. They may have just told him that his show was taken off the air. You you any you have any idea if he was actually fired or whether he was told that his show is no longer on the air? Because there's a difference. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd have no way of knowing that actually, yeah. and he wouldn't. It's not information that he would yeah. he would be running around sharing, you know. So yeah. that's between that's between him and Fox. Um, you know, it, I mean, if they're still going to pay him, <laughs> then you know, whatever. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, that he could they could if they if they pay him, then they can keep him off the air because he's still working for Fox. That's all. The, that's all going to be determined by how his contract was written. But and then there's the question yeah. of whether. Uh, okay, I can't I can't go to work for CNN or or Newsmax or MSNBC, but I can do my own podcast. You know, uh, yeah, this... I, yeah. I I wish I had more insight to yeah. share with you on on all that, but I I just don't. Um, you know, Tucker's playing it very smart in that he's not going around yapping about it, mm-hmm. um, and and that's really important. That's got to that's got to be real hard to do too. I've you know to have I I'd be out there screaming at everybody. I, I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, me too. <laughs> he's showing great restraint. No, I mean he's a grown up man. I mean, um, unlike me, yeah, I would I would be flipping <laughs> yeah, flipping the hell out myself. But yeah. um, you know, uh, but he's he knows what he's doing. And uh, again, as sad as it all is an unfortunate um you know he's i have no doubt he's going to be just fine 
Well, I, I'm out of time, Joseph. Uh, if you talk to him in the next couple of days, I might be able to squeeze him in here for a segment. If you, uh, you know, if he if he's getting itchy to go on the radio, so don't cool. hesitate yeah. to tell him not to hesitate to call me. You have the number here. Um, no, I'm just yeah. kidding. Well, I think he's gonna. I think he'll be listening, uh, uh, and uh, I know he appreciates you having me on, and I appreciate you having me on, and. Well, uh, not sure he's going to be doing any radio, but uh, you never know. Oh, okay. Well, I actually wrote a column for the Daily Caller, a sports column. Uh, you can find, uh, if you go on the archive, you can find some of my columns on there. I did it for a couple of years. Uh, oh, and cool. I, I really like doing yeah. it. So, um, yeah, I, uh, I've written for them several times. I, 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 I love that. I, lo- I, I love the Daily Caller. Absolutely. I mean, and it's still up there. So, yeah. I, I really appreciate you coming on, and maybe we'll talk again down the road here. Thanks. My man, thank you very much, okay? Okay, that's Christian Josie. Thank you, Christian. All right, buddy. Thank you. We'll be right back. Imagine buying a pair of sneakers and getting a soothing, gentle foot massage like you'd get during a relaxing pedicure just by walking. Skechers new Massage Fit Sneakers. Because Skechers, the comfort technology company, has designed a unique innovation that makes it feel like you're pampering your feet with a gentle massage in every step. The secret is Skechers' new patented wave technology on the sole that gently massages your feet while you're walking around. Find them for men and women at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. In business, everything your employees do impacts your brand, including what they wear. Cintas has high-performance workplace apparel for almost every job imaginable. From work shirts and pants to polos and khakis to Oxfords or T-shirts, these clothes move, breathe, and look great. Your team gets the styles they like, you convey the image you want. And Cintas service includes weekly laundry and delivery. To learn more, visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. Hi, this is Jason Hansen. I'm a former CIA officer and best-selling author on safety and preparedness. The fact is, things are getting downright scary for everyone who's storing their wealth in the banks. We just saw the collapse of three major banks, and I would urge you to consider protecting your wealth ASAP. If even a tiny percentage of Americans attempt to withdraw their savings, we would see a collapse of the entire banking system, sending us into a modern-day Great Depression. Fortunately, there is a way for you to avoid this. It starts with contacting Advantage Gold. If you have an IRA or 401 1K, Advantage Gold can help convert those paper assets into physical gold and silver. This is the process that I recommend everybody use as a hedge against rapid inflation and to protect your retirement wealth from the banks. Take control of your financial safety today. Call 800-900-8000 to get your free gold investment kit from Advantage Gold. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. Call 800-900-8000. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, Mike Lindell with MyPillow is launching MyPillow 2.0. When Mike invented MyPillow, it had everything you could ever want in a pillow. Now, nearly 20 years later, he discovered a new technology that makes it even better. The MyPillow 2.0 has the patented adjustable fill of the original MyPillow and now with a brand new fabric that is made with a temperature-regulating thread. The MyPillow 2.0 is the softest, smoothest, and coolest pillow you'll ever own. For my exclusive listeners, the MyPillow 2.0 is buy one, get one free with promo code STAG. MyPillow 2.0 temperature regulating technology is 100% made in the USA and comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square to get the buy one, get one free offer. Just when you thought MyPillow couldn't get any better, MyPillow 2.0 gives you the best pillow ever. Enter promo code STAG or call 800-716-8087 to get your MyPillow 2.0s now. This is the John Stackerwalt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So to sum it up uh, for today, there's no hope for the human race. That's pretty much it. I, mean, I don't know what to tell you. We're at the end of a week here. Um, <clears throat> in case you missed the beginning of the show, I told you about the, uh, I, I mentioned the what's happening out in Olympia, Washington, where a school board director has heard saying that Having an orchestra with wind and string instruments for kids in the fourth grade inculcates white supremacy into the little kitties. So they're not going to do it anymore. And then we had uh, Hans von Spakovsky come on and tell you what happens to these little kitties who go from fourth grade all the way to law school now and some of the ridiculous things that are being taught 
in law school at Columbia, and he these he and uh, Jay Christian Adams are looking into the top ten schools uh, in the country, and they've gone through four of them, and they're it makes them want to puke. Basically, uh, Hans didn't say that, I did, but uh, the stuff that's going on there. So, I know I say many, I've said many times, words uh, can't describe how glad I am to have grown up when I did. I can't imagine being. I just can't imagine being a kid, a 15-, 16-year-old kid, junior, uh, sophomore, junior in high school, something like that, and having this stuff thrown at me every day. And not to mention having, you know, walking down the street with my four friends and all of us are, instead of talking to each other, are looking at our cell phones, which I see every day, by the way. Um, so that's where we are. Um, maybe by Monday... I, I'll, I'll change my opinion, but when I when I see the stuff that I saw today, that I talked about today, and by the way, this is not the, I only have an hour here, so I only covered the two subjects uh, that in the first half hour that, that give every indication that the human race is doomed. But I, you know, if I had another hour to fill here, I'm sure I could find two or three more stories uh, just like it. Uh, not the least of which is that we have a president who's completely insane, demented. And has a, <laughs> and the person who's a heartbeat away is a moron and can't put three sentences together. Maybe two, but not three. That's where we are. It's been a good week. Thanks to Mike Adams, Darren Elliker for helping me out here during the week. And uh, if uh, we're not, if the human race is not extinct by Monday, maybe I'll talk to you then. John Steckerwald Show is a production of Salem Media Group and sponsored by Service Master of Greater Pittsburgh. Demand the yellow van. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.